This is Tyler and Adam's Pretentious Podcast, and tonight we are joined by Christian Mulu Holt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Hey, Christian, would you like to take a second to uh, introduce yourself to everybody? Yes, my name is Christian, but I'm mostly known as Mulu. That's M-U-L-U, and that stands for My Unique Life Unleashed. Um, hip-hop artist from Uniontown, Pennsylvania. That's just a little south of Pittsburgh. Where's it? Not south. Yeah, the south of Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, small town living, but we're kicking raps and, you know, singing songs and selling merch. Yeah. <laughs> All types of stuff. Well, yeah, having me, guys. I very appreciate it. Yeah, man. No, thank you very much for having time to come on and uh, making time for us. Hey, man, uh, just to kick things off, uh, what, what kind of got you into making music? Like, what was uh, what was your earliest trigger to get you into it? Um, when I was younger, I couldn't even give you an age, but, like, when we were just, like, kids, me and my cousin Josh used to, uh, we used to rap a Tribe Called Quest songs for my family at cookouts. So, like, everybody's always doing stuff. You know, family likes to, you know, cut up, sing, dance. We do a bunch of stuff at family reunions. Um, and they would always just make me and my, my aunt, Kiki, she would ask. She would ask me and my cousin Josh to rap a tribe called Quest, particular, and the song in particular is a trip called My Way. Um, so we started out doing that, and it was just fun to have everybody react. And then uh, after that, it was. I mean, I grew up in the church, so we always already we were always doing like uh, like the youth group stuff. So mom and dancing, singing, there's gospel music, but it was always performing. So I just got used to performing for people then. And then uh, me and my cousin just kept writing. You know, when we were younger, we thought it was cool, and we thought we could put a little group together and do some music. And yeah, so we just kept writing. We actually wrote a whole album out. We just never recorded anything because we were just young. No, that's dope, man. And you said you were you were in the church a lot when you were younger. Uh, would you say you're still big into that? Uh, would you say you're still religious or spiritual? I'm a I'm a spirit. I'm a very spiritual person. I mean, you know, things have changed since. I was a kid in church, <clears throat> so I mean, like you're introduced to different things and different um, ideologies and stuff like that. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm st- I'm rooted in what I believe, but you know, it's not as uh, I'm not as Bible thumping, I guess. Does that bleed into your music ever? Oh yeah, I mean, I like to talk, especially now. I'm getting more comfortable writing, so you know, you get more comfortable with what what I'm saying, and you know, it's it's my truth and what I'm living, so. And how I think about things. So you, you can hear it a lot in Ornery Kid because there's a lot of like struggle songs in there where you're just like as an artist struggling and asking questions. And I got a song that I, I'm working on for the next project. I was going to put it out as a single, but it's just good. So I want to keep it. Um, but it's actually like a whole conversation with me and talking to God type of deal. So. Yeah, you know, man, we're uh, here in a little bit. We'll get a little more into that and uh, mm. kind of get into some stuff you have coming up, and maybe you can break that down for us a little more if you're cool with that. Yeah, I was checking oh, out your sure. stuff on it. I was checking out your stuff on YouTube, dude. You're really talented. Thank you, man. I, pre- I appreciate that. No worries. Yeah, we want to get more stuff on YouTube. <laughs> I've seen him evolve over the years, man. I've for those listeners that aren't so familiar, um, I've actually known uh, Mulu here for quite a while, and. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the guy evolve over the years, and it's yeah, just amazing man. the progress you've made, man. That's awesome uh, to hear you say that. Yeah, man, it's we try to, you know, well, what I try to do is is push myself to write, um, and like I said, get more comfortable. Because initially it was just me rapping about, you know, how dope I was, or like who nobody could rap better than me, or stuff like that, and it's you know just like regular hip hop shit. But, you know, the the more we kept going, the more I kept pushing for it. And, you know, there's a bunch of songs in my notebooks that I'm, like, showing close cousins and stuff like that. Like, what do you think about this? And they're like, bro, you should put it out. Um, so just getting more comfortable, man. And I was way more comfortable since, you know, when me and you were <laughs> sitting in the room recording the one track with, with Tristan. Yeah, yeah, no, I still think about that. <laughs> I was trying to find that. I'm still trying to find that song, bro. When you... When you track it down, you got to send it to me, man. I will. You're the first person I'm sending it to because, like... I was proud of that shit. I was proud. Yeah, you should be. It was a good (laughs) ass. It was a dope little track, for real. Like, no joke. No joke at all. I really enjoyed that song. I tried to look for it a couple months. I think I hit you up, didn't I? I hit you up and asked if you had it. Yeah, yeah, no. (laughs) I had it at one point, but I fucking lost it. Uh, It was on my laptop (laughs) before I got it wiped. I got my laptop wiped. Like, I don't need anything on here. And then I was like, no, I lost everything. Not everything, but I lost some good little memories. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, man, fucking 
definitely go way back. You still you still doing music? Oh yeah, man. I actually uh I mean you and I are on some uh different paths with our music. I'm I'm doing my my acoustic stuff on the side and I I got my SoundCloud. I actually just dropped a song last week. I didn't really push it at all. I'm just kind of leaving it there for if somebody stumbles across it. I mean, between the podcast and well, that's what happened to Billy Eilish. <laughs> put her shit out there. Just yeah, there's just so much going on. I don't want to be uh, burning people out on social media trying to get them to listen to my music and listen to my podcast. <laughs> it's definitely a strategy game with the whole marketing and like what to put out. When like there's times where I'm trying to like not pull my hair out because you're trying to do so many things and wear so many hats. So like, I definitely feel you on that. It's just about scheduling it and separating when it's time, it's time. You know what I mean? You'll, you'll know when to like push it. Yeah, you, but, I mean, definitely send me the links. Cause I, I didn't catch it. So oh, for, <laughs> sure, man. for sure. And I know you get down to like Janice Joplin and stuff. You're, you're pretty open-minded. With oh yeah. So yeah. I love Janice. She's awesome. Actually the song I was talking to you about is actually samples. Work me Lord. By Janice, so yes, I love it. What? So much. Work me, Lord. Oh, by no. Janice Joplin. Oh hell yeah! yeah. I saw that one time on a the what's it? She performed it on that Woodstock documentary, and I seen it a couple years ago. And for like four or five years, I've been trying to get somebody to uh, sample that song for me, and nobody would do it, or nobody could do it properly. And then my boy finally, like, I bothered him for like a whole year before he sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, I need that right now. He said he would do it. I said, you messed up by telling me you would do it. So. And that's something that's coming out? You haven't dropped that yet? Yeah, I haven't dropped that. Um, that's album. I wasn't going to do an album this year, but you know the way everything played out, I'm I'm not saying it's going to drop this year, but we're definitely working on one right now. Man, I know. I see you keeping busy. Like mm -hmm. You're keeping on it. You might be one of the only people from back there that are uh, still pushing like you are. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's cool to see. There's a lot of younger cats around here that are, are trying to do it. Um, I just think I've been doing it for so long that I'm starting to learn what buttons work, you know, <laughs> <when I'm pushing. laughs> I've been pushing mad buttons for years that just nothing was happening. So like I'm starting to push certain buttons and you know, we've been putting a lot of work and groundwork in as far as like the Mulu face and everything. So. Um, everybody's starting to recognize the logo. We got some merch up at the mall. And yeah. We're starting to support more now, which is really cool. Hey, I got a question for you, man. Uh, right. Speaking of, like, you know, talking about Janis Joplin and sampling and everything, what are some of your inspirations and, like, uh, did, that got you initially involved? You know, you mentioned, uh, what was the band you said you were doing, like, a cooking? Oh, uh, Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, obviously, that's probably one. Uh, what would you say is your inspiration aside from that or, like, some of your heaviest influences towards the music that you're making? Um, you know, for a while there it was just a lot. I was stuck. I stayed true to my old school, like that I was raised on. So like a child conquest and there's like Beastie Boys energy, nice. uh, Rage Against the Machine. Cause I used to be in a little cover band at one point where we covered some rage and I got to really listen to, to Zach and his words. And I was like, well, I, I really like that. And then, um, eventually, I mean, there's plenty of, I could go on a list as far as like old school artists, but then like, as I got older, Kendrick started to influence me more because I wrote poems before I wrote raps and I was always nervous to share poems, but I listened to section 80 and he had poetry and all types of stuff that like, I felt I could do. I just didn't think anybody would want to hear that type of stuff. And he was doing it flawlessly. And I was like, I got to step my pen up. Um, J. Cole. And then one of my biggest influences right now is just uh, Donald Glover because he just does everything. So, like, I got all these ideas and, like, shows and skits and music. He's and, amazing. Yeah, he does so many things. And it's like, you think you wouldn't be able to do it or wear that many hats, but you see somebody who just loves to create and do things. So, yeah, man. He's making he's music. He's acting. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, man, he was, I remember when he first came out and he was on an XXL cover and I used to like, I used to finesse some XXLs when I worked, magazines when I worked at uh, Circle K and there was one with him on the cover and I was like, man, because I knew him as the comedian, like I knew him as like a, the young comedian dude, so I was like, why did I let anybody rap? And then I went and listened to him and I was like, it was the camp album and I was like, who, whoa, who is this dude? <laughs> and from that point from that point on i just like was like man this dude is crazy like i listen to everything that's ever dropped from him and 
He's one of my favorite artists, honestly, just like in, as a creator, period. Yeah, I, feel, I feel like he never sleeps. <laughs> like, there's no way he sleeps, man. As many ideas no he has, and he's always <laughs> writing for shows or writing jokes or writing music, music videos. He got Atlanta. It's like, man, when do you find the time to like to just relax? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but I think it's awesome to, I mean, to be that creative and just like effortlessly, it looks like it's just effortlessly. Yeah, man, no, he's oh, he's he got right into it. He was that was that one song he does, uh, America. This is America. This is America. Yeah, this is America. <laughs> that video is crazy as hell. I'm so proud. I cry every time I watch that video. <laughs> but it blew my mind when it first dropped. I like I was on Facebook. I was sitting in my uh, my basement smoking a cig <laughs> and. And like it popped up, it's like Donald Glover, and it was just a link because he don't ever post anything. I'm like, what is this? Clicked on it, and I watched it like three times. I was like, this is insane. This is American. No, you just gotta go back and see, like, try to figure out everything that's happening in that video. Yeah. It's just constant movement. There's always like something happening, and so then, like heavy. the transitions and everything. I don't know. Yeah, this is wild. Like, I I just want to be that big to like um. Like people love my music that much that I can like just drop a link and not say anything at all. <laughs> and then it just, just go like run it up, cause like that's all he did it was just like damn. I got I'm like over here thinking about catchy things to say, clip chobby, clever pitching, and like. But one day, you know, yeah, man. Sometimes it's, doing, it's cool. Like I said, everybody's starting to get into it a lot more, and we're gonna start getting some more videos going. I think that's just like the main thing we're missing right now. Yeah, man. I checked out a yeah, couple like, of your videos. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's uh, I'm impressed with what I'm seeing. Like the one with the, uh, it was like a sort of like a an altar. There's like yeah. the dagger. You had the chick in the video yeah. with you. That was real fun, man. That was for over, and that's on Ornery Kid, which you, everybody can go and stream out on anything. And we we did that with my buddy Taylor, just the guy with a dream. He does like pretty much all my visuals right now, except for the bum sessions. Those those are me and my brother um but yeah we got i got a, a chick that one of my friends dumb she does um makeup and stuff like that she does crazy artwork um she, and she does like what that's like cosplay makeup type of deal stuff and she just kills it so i hit her up and i was like i got this idea for this video and i was telling people i was gonna do i wanted to do this video like this for a while before we finally got to do it so it was cool that it, it didn't go exactly it was in my head but the way we did it was just awesome. Kelsey was awesome for for being in the video because it's hard to get people in a video. And um, we literally just took we would try to get a hotel room and ended up just shooting it at my buddy's studio. Like he had a little apartment that he turned into his studio. We ended up like the bathtub and all that stuff is all there. <laughs> he did all the editing. <laughs> yeah, like it was cool. He definitely poured. He had they had too much fun putting ice on me in the bathroom. <laughs> like, I thought it was such a good idea until I'm sitting in the bathroom and they start dumping the ice on me. I'm like, this is fucking... I, I couldn't even talk, bro. <laughs> uh, is there any, like, symbolism to that video? Like, any deeper meaning behind the visual end of it? Um, Really, it was just... Because um, the song itself is about... It was inspired by a past, you know, just relationship type deals and it was like a bitter one for me so that's why like the energy in the song period is just kind of like <clears throat> upset and you know realizing what it is and just being like whatever is over um i also apply that to music so most of the time when i'm talking about a girl i try, I, I end up just making or if i'm drawing from like past relationships with girls um I tend to just talk about music that way because I love music that way. So and it just translates properly. But for the video itself, it's just kind of like there's no real deep symbolism to it. It's really just like you know, just took my heart. <laughs> so I type it. Which means it sucks in that scenario, but also you know some of the best like you know personal emotional trauma, even if it's just like like can create some of the best you know things in the universe. There, what can come from it? That's like one. of my bad guys. No, no, I was just saying like creativity tends to stem from like deep emotional shifts, whether it be, you know, positive or, you know, heartbreak or anywhere in between. Like usually they act as like a catalyst. Yeah. The best like the timeless music is the stuff that like people can really relate to. So as long as you're not afraid to be honest about the the way you're feeling and, and shit like that. And be vulnerable. You're going to make great music. I think that's what a lot of people are. A lot of people are afraid to do that. And it's understandable. It's a lot to like put yourself out there. But 
I don't know. Like that's the the fun part about writing is figuring out ways to say things that you know it's not too heavy for people to not listen to it, but they know what you they can pick up what you're putting down and be like that was cool or clever or whatever. That's my favorite part about writing lines. Absolutely, man. Um, biggest inspirations really is just like watching. I watch people. If I didn't have social media, well, I don't really care for social media, but I do. I have it for marketing purposes, obviously. And then the biggest reason is people watching. It's observing, and you know, you never, you don't realize how much insight into the way people think you get just by like scrolling through your feed and really paying attention instead of just scrolling through your feed to like like or laugh and shit so like there's a lot of like stuff that people just put out there especially from around here it's like a diary almost you know a lot of people put their business out there and i don't judge the business you know so most of the time you try to be empathetic towards it and try it's like a better understanding of how people are and why people were moving the way they move yeah man some pretty no it's wild uh, conversations with people it's it's like i don't know with uh art whether it be, you know, drawing or music, that tends to be people's, especially if you are one of those types of people that, you know, express yourself through that, that is often a better representation of the person than anything that ever comes out of their mouth. Like, unless, you know, you're like, in your case, like having a conversation <laughs> with one, one thing, but uh, like, no, you get the raw, like exactly. you get the real shit. And you it's know. like, the best thing is like, <laughs> As it, as it came out of my mouth, I didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> like for real though, that's it's the best. It's the best way to to go about writing is to really draw from real life experiences. That's why I like the fake music. It, it don't really live long. Like the 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 turn up shit. You know, it's there's a time and a place for stuff like that, and I don't hate on that stuff anymore. I used to be, uh, I used to be ready to like go nuts about stuff like that. But you know, there's a time and a place for everything. Um, but they don't last, you know, because they're not really relatable. You burn, you burn yourself out being relatable to that. Um, you know, man. Uh, speaking on that whole, uh, you know, the turn up music. Uh, how how do you think the world of music and hip hop in particular is changing? Um, I think that everybody's becoming more aware of the power that they hold as like the artist. So people are starting to be more independent and take control, but not just saying like, oh, I'm independent. People are actually starting to take time to to learn the business. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. Accessibility is always, I mean, since the internet happened, that's been a thing. Do so you like, think, cool. like you talk about like this turn up music, like do you, I don't think that's timeless. Like you said, it's more of like a passing phase. Yeah, it fades too quickly. Like, do you think uh, people are, becoming more superficial with the game um no i think it's just people realize that it's kind of easy to to make it a cash thing you know what i mean if you if you come at it with a character and you come at it with this like persona type of deal and it's not you and you're like oh i'm just gonna go put this face on real quick and make this bread as long as you know you're marketing it's like a quick cash grab for people who know how to market themselves or know how to play that game um and people don't understand that's the, that's also the the it's like a double-edged sword it's kind of scary that people are starting to realize the power that they have as an artist because it's you're a very influential person when you got that place even if you're not like super famous if people are listening to you um you're very you're influential in their lives or what they're doing or how they might think about stuff and sometimes people use that uh, to their advantage and that's the scary part about, you know, people becoming so aware about the power of the artist. That's why record companies try to like hold people or lock people down and take your likeness because they know what the kind of power that, you know, your face and your voice and your words is going to have. That's why they're trying to sign you. <laughs> 10 years from now, do you think that's still going to be the thing? Do you think people are still going to be making music about going and like, I don't know, just like, Kind of the the turn up stuff. Well, like, it's, like a sign, it's more like a sign of the time because I mean, I mean it just depends on what's relevant at the moment. I feel like it's always going to be there because people like to have a good time. True, so, like, it's not. That's why I said I don't I don't hate it anymore because really you know this is music that we listen to when we're having fun with our people, turning up. How like you know, if you're drinking, you're drinking, you're smoking or whatever. Um, I just think sometimes with the words that. You know, there's a difference between turning up, turn up music, and then like you just kind of talking about doing the wrong thing and making it sound like it's super fun. I don't know. It's, it's like a thin line. It's like it's a tightrope type of deal with me. Because I come at first, I was like, 
you know, you play that shit around me. I'm like, cut it off. <laughs> I'm still like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like I said, there's a time and a place. Like, if we're all having a good time and it comes on and everybody's like having fun and cutting up, that's what I like that stuff for. So, like, I feel like it'll always be here because people like to have a good time. And that's like the way that people can relate to having a good time. You know, you can't listen to me sometimes and when you're turning up. Well, like- what keeps you motivated and like you know trying to overcome that self-doubt and the pressure of being a part of the industry um well i think coming from where i'm from like the small town type of stuff it kind of prepared me for the whole the self-doubt thing fighting that i mean i still have my bouts with it because you know you're putting yourself out there and you don't think that, you know, as an artist, most artists are sensitive about their work. So it's like, I'm putting myself out there to, for you to tell me. I might, you might tell me it's trash. You right. know what I mean? Like, he's like, try to hurt my feelings or something. But also, you don't know until you do I, it. Exactly. And I also learned that you're not always, not everybody's always going to like your stuff. Like, not, you know, but if, you know, 30 people like the track, then 30 other people somewhere else is going to like it. And I just got to get it to where people are are going to find like like it that's what the whole i've been doing this for more than 10 years a little bit over 10 years mm-hmm. now and the whole time doing this is just i've been building fan bases in different places bro like just off of like two people liking a song and being like yo i'm gonna show my friends and then now it's on a playlist and right. now they're skating to it you know what i mean so like i got to travel because so i got to travel and do shows in different states because people were liking my stuff enough to show their friends who were doing stuff in other places and they were like yo come out um have you ever performed in alabama i never performed in alabama you're not missing much. i performed <laughs> yeah, i performed in nashville which was cool no. i performed in uh chicago um i've performed in indiana um and i mean like that's pretty much it as far as like craziness outside of pittsburgh and and you need to it's still awesome though it's like it's I've went to Chicago a couple of times and that was just, that was one of those instances of somebody from town, just knowing some people and showing them and they had me come out once. And I, that's actually on my YouTube page. I think it's like the first video um, is my trip there. The first time we went out there and um, it's called Royal Fest. And it was just a festival at a skate park. They had like three days of, of music and they had rock music. They had a rock day. They had a rap day and there was something else. There was another day. That's dope. And we went, yeah, we ended up staying out there for for the whole time. I made a lot of cool friends. I still talk to them. Like they're always on my on my comments on my Instagram or Facebook. Um, and I always talk about coming back out there. I went out there another time for an event they did, and that was actually like in Chicago. And that's the first time I used an Airbnb. And he got mad because I got drunk and I took some out of his. <laughs> <laughs> I thought <laughs> I thought it was part of the Airbnb, but you know, apparently it wasn't. I told him I was like, "Man, I'm sorry. I, I thought we were friends. We was cool. You got you bought me some drinks. I was I was, thought we was cool, man." Damn. <laughs> he waited. The cool thing is he waited till I left, and he texted me. It was like, "Yo, if you want to take some out of people's fridge next time?" I ask. <laughs> Damn, bro. I thought that was I thought it was included. I'm sorry. Like, I never Airbnb before. I know I was restricted to downstairs. No, that's news to me, man. I didn't know that's how that works. <laughs> He needed that. He got to fix his description. He never said that. So I was like, <laughs> I forgot my drink. I was like, man, I can't eat this with no drink. I went upstairs. I opened the fridge. He had the worst drink selection. <laughs> <laughs> I got something. Like I was like, whatever. Like it wasn't I knew something was up because like the next day he was totally weird with me. Like it went from like us being cool. He was talking about the record collection. He had to, like, I came upstairs the next morning. And it was just like. <laughs> like, right. what was the drink what was the drink that you had uh, it was like some sparkling water but it was, it was terrible oh, okay i think it might have been it was in a can. yeah it was probably a lacroix man yeah, just any <laughs> sparkling water any carbonated water is disgusting i felt like i was drinking alka-seltzer water oh. it was terrible and i was drunk so it was just terrible. even worse <laughs> dries your mouth out it like yeah, thirsty <laughs> Like damn man, I might as well just I should have just ate it without a drink. I probably would have had at least a lot of them. But no, I mean, yeah, it's I've gotten to travel a good bit though. So I forgot what we were No, we just <laughs> talking about like, you played. Speaking of like I know you do a lot of or we're doing a lot up in uh the Pittsburgh area, like you're at least breaking out there from time to time. Uh you've been up there recently. What's that uh like with COVID going on? You know, I'm on the other side of the country now, so I don't really keep tabs on yeah. that place anymore. 
Um, I haven't been out to Pittsburgh since since COVID's happened. Like, I haven't performed out there. Um, the people that I have met out there, in, um, like, artist-wise, like Sierra Sellers and them, they're performing. Um, but it's more like you can see that they have the stage. Like, you got to be away from the stage, and they're trying to separate everybody. I actually um, – I threw a show in my backyard. Oh, so, dude. Uh, we had, like – yeah, we had, like, a secret show. Um in October and that was actually pretty it turned out pretty pretty cool it was like throwing a party and we just had my buddies who run sound the written our brothers they they came through with their lights and uh their sound system and we turned this little cul-de-sac into a whole show like light show like it was a good time man like, we awesome. had bonfires going I had like six or seven pits like little bonfire things going huh. just to keep everybody separated but warm and uh we have food and stuff like that. So we kept everybody. Um, we we did the COVID thing as as, as well as possible. That's really considerate. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I've seen, I've been to a couple of secret shows. I mean, there's artists, the cool thing, another way to answer the question about like how everything's changing is like, it's kind of like leveled the playing field with COVID. It, it was like, oh, nobody can do shows now. So it's like, who can how can you say, how can you sell yourself what's the best way you can sell yourself i seen a lot of people doing the online shows i did an instagram live show that was before covid but it was like oh if we did that then like how can how else can we do it so unfortunately i didn't really get to do a lot of shows during the covid situation because we were it was a lot of trying to figure out what we were going to do this year um and now we got that figured out I'm going to be doing some more shows in my backyard at some point. It's starting to get nice out, so we've been talking about that. I got a little spot. It's a secret, but I'm excited. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> but this summer, like this, you know, next couple months, we should be doing more shows and more music videos. Hell yeah, man. Hey, I might have to get a hold of you uh, next time I fly out there and uh, maybe try to line up one of these shows. <laughs> Well, hey, let's hey, let me know. We'll finesse it because that's the beauty of uh, us putting our own stuff together at our own spots. Is um, we get to we get to schedule them. So just let me know when you're coming back in, and we'll, we'll figure it out. Bro. Or you could come I'm to Washington to... and perform. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, man. <laughs> I would. I would love to come to Washington and perform. No lie. Hey, dude, so we're, I don't know of any spots. We're two and a half hours outside of Seattle, so. Yeah, that's a trip that I would love to take. I got a lot more time on my hands now, so. <laughs> so music is definitely the main focus, you know, merch and music and, and trying to get that. So I would love to come out there if we could set that up outside of this, you know. Absolutely, so, man. No, we'll talk more on that. Today, so. Um but yeah, yeah no. get me in touch with some people, and I'll talk it up. I know how to. I know how to get out. There. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, in Seattle. I mean, it's a lucky. Luckily, it's a. Two and a half hours away, and the scene's popping up That's there. So much opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I was I was gonna say like I never I never been to Seattle, obviously, but I don't I didn't know what their music scene is like out there. What's what's uh more dominant? That's it's a like, pretty even mixed blend, honestly. Yeah. yeah, whatever you're looking for, I'm pretty sure they got you covered up there, man. <laughs> anywhere that anywhere that the music is like somewhat alive, that's that's where I want to be. Because even if it's somewhat alive, you can come through and make an impact and get some people to to collaborate with, or maybe to bring back here. Like I'm trying to bring back a couple buddies from my shows out of state to come up here at some point this summertime. So, yeah. You know. yeah well it's all about collaborating. Even if you want to come out and sing a little acoustic, you know what I mean? By the fire, bro. Like, we have a little fun. Oh, no, I'm always down with that. I'll shut the party down real quick. <laughs> I already know you. I already know you'll bust that guitar. <laughs> Bring that guitar <laughs> out or we get pissed wall. off. They're like, all right, the acoustics, it's time to leave. There's always that one guy. There's always that one guy. If it gets too out of hand, we'll put you on the fire pit, like on the way up. <laughs> Let me close out the night, like you know, well, eleven. Just... It's eleven p.m. and uh, it's closing time. Last call. Like, say, let me... Only if you sing closing time. <laughs> I'll do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Hold me to it. Hold me to it. So we have to. I mean, I mean, it doesn't matter if people groan or not. <laughs> <laughs> Like, guess what, guys? Because it is fucking close. <laughs> I'm already groaning about it. <laughs> oh, Sing along with the hook or leave before you know everybody comes back at the same time. <laughs> that was that was the hard part about throwing the show up at, at your own place is the parking because we don't have a lot of parking up in this spot. So, like, I had to sign up for parking and then it blew away. I didn't know that, and I kept wondering why everybody was driving past my sign. And I'm like, walk out there, it's blown away. 
So every time I'd see headlights coming down the road, I have to run out to the road and start directing people. Like, but we learned, we learned how, we learned what we needed to be ready for this time. That was the first time I threw a show like DIY, totally DIY. Oh. We took like the pool, like my neighbor was getting rid of their pool deck, so we cut like two parts of the pool deck and then put them on a truck and then drove them over to the back. Back stage. <laughs> you can make it work anyway if there's a will if i am if, if there was if there's a will there's a way if it was a person it'd be <laughs> <laughs> I, got a, I got a question for you man uh like especially with covid and the lockdown you know everybody's spending a lot more time at home and whatnot have you been working on uh any new music in that process or has it been kind of easy for you to come up with more Oh man, we've been making a ton of music for real. Like that, my whole the whole thing for this year, like last year when we dropped what two albums and some singles last year, like two projects. I'm gonna say albums. Ornery Kid, Ornery Kid was more album. So we dropped Trust the Process two, and Ornery Kid, and those are out on all the streams. Um, if you want to buy them, they're on Bandcamp. Um, but you can find all that stuff at MaluMusic.com. And then, um, so we dropped those two, and we dropped some singles. And then I was like, I don't want to drop a whole other album or project because we just dropped two. I just dropped some singles, but I don't want to stop dropping music. And um, I wasn't fully like in video idea mode. It was just like, uh, I have a couple buddies that send me beats. At first, it was just one guy. Then I had my buddy Matos and Tizo sending me beats. And um, now I got my third buddy. He goes by Lost Art. And between them and then like a guy I know in Nashville, like, like I met this dude uh, from the UK uh, just through Instagram, people just wanting to work with me and stuff. I have so many beats, so it's just so easy to to sit down and listen to music and, and try to write some stuff. I was writing like in between breaks at work and stuff like that. So like writing's the easy part for me. I got like I've been doing that part for so long that if I as long as I hear to something that catches me, catches my ear or makes my head move or I can I can write to it, I can freestyle something. Um but you know that part that's the easy part so being at being on lockdown this ain't nothing new for me i'm always like i would go to work come home sit at home at my computer you know answer emails put beats on you know that it's always that's what it is all the time just trying to figure shit out yeah, so, this ain't nothing new for but me. at the same time like if you obviously know you're doing something right if other people are reaching out to collaborate with you yeah that's the that that was this year well the past year was the most people have really like they're reaching out and they're like, bro, you don't even got to buy the beat, bro. If you want to, like, I just want you to rap on one of these. And I'm like, for real? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, you know, you don't expect that. Yeah, stuff. It's kind of surreal. Um, with Ornery Kid, like, people, Ornery Kid got a lot of love and you know, still gets a lot of love. It's cool from going to, like, nobody really paying attention to when something's dropping to, like, people hitting you up out of nowhere when you're just chilling and it's their, your songs on there, like, while they're playing Xbox or something. Like that. <laughs> I had a dude tell me he was going to get BAU is a song of mine. It's one of my singles and from last year. And he's like, he told me he's going to get it tatted. And I was like, what? You know, like that's, he's going to get BAU tatted because he just loves that song. And like the words to it is just really like a motivating type of song. So I was like, bro, I, love right there, I'll man. never tell you to do that. But thank, like, if you really want to, I always tell people, you know, when I get something tatted, it has meaning to it. So if it has meaning to you, like I'm honored that you would get that tatted because you don't think people would do that stuff when you're writing right. it. Um, so this year has been a lot of like people just really showing me. And what's the best part is people don't realize like in some of those moments is like that's something that I needed to hear whenever they just randomly hit me up with a snap or something on Facebook or Instagram and just being like, bro like this song right here definitely helped me out or like whatever like i can relate to it and like that's what the intention was in the first place yeah. you know when we were making music so to know that it's working and and people are, are really feeling what i'm putting down and it's helping some people that's shit i already made it in some sense absolutely dude like we kind of feel like i get you totally on that because like we've had a couple of people reach out even though we, we we've not even done 10 episodes of the podcast but there's people reaching out to us that want to be involved with it. And it's just like, why wow, this is taking off way faster than I thought it would. You know, it's like the surrealism of it all. Just to see, cause I think a lot of, I think what people love to see people re, like really going hard for like, and trying to make something happen that's theirs. It's a little inspirational. And, 
Yeah, people get inspired by that stuff, and I didn't realize that until, you know, I started doing what I was doing, and I just quit my job, you know, to really do the music and stuff full-time. And, like, that that move alone, like, just even finally announcing it, because I waited a couple of days. I don't really like to post a bunch of stuff like that, um, unless it's music-related. But I posted that because it gave me the idea for the next project, and people were just hitting me up like, bro, can't like you did it. Like, I'm trying to do that too. And just being like way more shares, way more likes. Like people were just like, oh, okay, he's really doing it now. Like, man, I've been really doing it, but What's <laughs> yeah, just to see people reacting and responding to it and being like inspired by it. That's like the beautiful. Thing. What's your, what's your end game, Christian? Uh, what's, what's like your goal at, at the end of all of this? What's your goal as an artist? What are you shooting for? To be able to take care of, my people, and I mean, like, as far as my, my artist family and my actual family and the people around me that have helped me or have, like, pushed, pushed through, like, the craziness with me or just being, like, believing in me when I knew, like, nobody else was doing it. So just to make sure that they're taken care of and to make sure that any artist that I come across is taken care of because there's too many artists that are taken advantage of. So that's why you see a lot of people, you know, losing their lives and shit. So... Ultimately, it's, you know, you want to make your music and eventually just like be able to have a label that, you know, takes care of the artists. And then we can continue to have good music, cultivate good music for the rest of the time that I'm on this earth. Good vibes, even if it's not my music, even if it's like somebody like my the young my young dude sensei, he makes crazy music and he's only like what, 18, 17, 18. Crazy. <laughs> and like. So, like, really, it's just learning the business and as we're doing it. And a lot of, like, I've been finessed. I've been burnt on some things and on some deals, on some shows. And I've learned the ways of the janky promoter. And, um, you know, we're just applying it. And then, you know, so a lot of young cats are the ones that reach out to me. You know, I don't always take everybody in. You know, sometimes I'm like, it's just not the time or my head's not in there to really have somebody else next to me when I'm trying to figure myself out. But, you know, the ones that, like, have stuck around me, those are the people that I want to make sure everything's cool. So, in the end of it all, I want to make sure that I'm able to kick back and enjoy, you know, everything that I've put out there. And hopefully it's touched people's lives in a positive way. Hopefully we make change in some, you know, good way. And then we can continue to make that. Have our own little Dreamville or something. Our own little label and just My Unique Life Unleashed. Hey, how old are you, by the way? I am 20. Joe, you're, so you're, okay, yeah, you've got plenty of time to make this work. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I hope so. <laughs> um, like I said, we've been doing it for it's been more than ten years now, like probably like eleven or twelve years now. I'm just like, man, we've just been doing it for so long. Since I recorded my first track, it was like my first track was I was seventeen that I recorded. Like, I actually went to a little studio and was nervous <laughs> and like stood in the microphone and was like, this is my voice. Like, Most of yourself self-produced these days, right? And you do have a good voice, by the way. Thank you, man. That has been a compliment that I've gotten in the last like, couple of days. So, <laughs> I don't, I don't record myself anymore. I, um, don't let it go to your head. Because like the mix, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 you're good. It's, I'm just saying, it's, it's definitely like the third time I've heard it, and like, and that's only because it's only people that ever say that shit to me, or like producer people. Like, there's they always tell me that like my voice is the easiest to mix because they don't have to do anything to it. There's not a lot that they have like, to do to it. Do audio books. So, I mean, I fall asleep to that. Oh, bro, I'll, I'm I'll, I plan on it. You know, I'm gonna get it going. I'm going to put out a little poetry book of my own stuff, and I'm going to audio book it. Some good night, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good night, Mulu. We'll good night, Mulu. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, that's, that's definitely been something that I've been hearing the last couple of days. So, um, thank yeah. you for that. I forgot what the question was. You got it. This is a video. But no, let's see now we're back. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah, man, you're Flattery will get you for <laughs> <laughs> So uh where where you know, on everything you just said, uh where do you think you'd be without your music, man? If you weren't making music Like what would you be doing? Man, I feel like if I didn't have music I probably wouldn't exist. But if I didn't have it uh I'd probably be doing some I'd probably be creating something, you know what I mean? Like, cause initially before right like rapping and all that stuff i was just writing 
is like an outlet. So like, I just feel like no matter what, I was meant to at least like put words out there. Even if nobody's listening to him, maybe I'll just be a homeless dude <laughs> yelling random lyrics to people or something. Like I, I don't know. I don't. I couldn't imagine it honestly, bro. Like I thought about that because somebody asked me that before, and I was just like, I don't know. I'd probably just be doing like labor. Yeah, work is it weird that the first thing I thought of that you might be doing is like putting bets on carpentry? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, maybe he's gonna say carpentry. I don't know what I thought of. I. I used to build, I used to work on roof trails. Close enough. You know, that's, that's a good assumption. It's a nice guess to make. I don't know. I just, is it the beard? Is it like the lumberjack look? It you look be. like you definitely work with lumber. I don't yeah, know. you look like you measure twice and cut once. Yeah, every now it's and then. It's fucking beanie you know, in the beard, how, dude. That's what it is. I, exactly. That's like, that is the lumberjack. Channeling that Paul Bunyan. You know? Yeah, you would definitely <laughs> blend in in Seattle for sure. <laughs> No, it's almost a requirement. When you show up to Seattle, you have to have a flannel on. Yeah, you get off the boat, they hand it to you for free. (laughs) (laughs) Then I want my Seattle flannel. Uh, We're definitely going at least (laughs) I got a little, uh, I got a a hair wrap wrap thing that'll match up. (laughs) You got to bring two, man. You need your uh, daily wear flannel, and then you have to have your dinner flannel for when you go out. Your dress flannel. (laughs) Your dress flannel. (laughs) You butt. You gotta button that all the way up. There's no button <laughs> on the dinner. All the way up to the neck. Oh, yeah, don't. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't play with me, bro. I'm going to dinner right now. Hop in the Uber, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I see your top. Yeah. <laughs> you like the yeah. <laughs> yes. flannel tie. Oh. <laughs> flannel tie. Like, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, it's it's the warmest tie ever. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> no, definitely trying to come out, uh, even if it's like an open mic or something, and just like chilling and, and kicking it. And yeah, man. Like, no, I'll post you up. You always, you always got a couch to crash on, man. Yeah. I got you. We always go to karaoke. You could be like, "No, this is my song." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Hey guys, just so you know, you don't know me, but <laughs> go ahead. You about to know me <laughs> somehow." He may, somehow the DJ hopefully has my. my you should make a karaoke it. version of some of your song, uh, some of your music. Uh, that way, we can like try to do it at karaoke and do it really badly, <laughs> very badly. Yeah, you can just in, in the whitest way possible. I had a kid tell me. I think it was New Year's. Was it New Year's? I'm not sure. He said that he did uh, one of my songs for karaoke, which I don't know <laughs> how he did it, but. He said he rapped it as best as he could. I said, I want to see a video. And he's like, I don't got one. I don't want anybody to take one. <laughs> but I was like, then it didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen unless I see it. I won't post it. No, the best rapping I can do is presents. Rapping presents. I was like, it's shining, shining on Christmas, man. Hey, if you use oh, more than three pieces of tape when you're rapping a present, you're not doing it right. Christmas and birthdays, he's um, on it. I got you, bro. Bro, you'll just you'll just get the gift unwrapped from me. I'm just like, here, I bought this. Nah, I use half a roll of scotch tape trying to get that thing together. Put a bow on a sweater. <laughs> I don't. Like, yeah, like that's that's a simple as simple as we can get that handoff for the gift exchange. That's that's what I like. I'm not trying to wrap all that. That's too many. I don't do origami with us. Man, I grew up. I grew up. Maybe it was just my family, but we didn't even get our presents wrapped half the time. Like you'd be getting gifts, and it'd be like inside, like a like a pizza box or something. Is it bad enough for a pizza box? It's just an example. Open it. I mean, it's a good surprise because you think you're about to get. (laughs) That's a trick right there. It's like man, I got a frozen pizza this whole time under the tree. This whole time it's just been a bunch of so moldy. It's been there all month. Pajama pants. And now my my mom's gonna be listening to this, and I, I have to I have to what's, specify, what's Lori. Hey, Lori. Oh shit! Yeah, we we need to do this. By the way. We, oh yeah, we need to do some shout outs. Yeah. We keep forgetting we're bad at this. Yeah, Mulu, we got to do some shout outs for our patrons. Uh, and uh, yes. we'll get that yes, out of the way right now. Actually, um. For all our uh, patron supporters, we're just gonna get down the line because that list is short right now. Do we have a list? Yeah, it's a it's a list. It's of a six. short one, but hey, but hopefully, hey, it's, it's hopefully, there. hopefully this list is a little longer here. We, we've upgraded to a list. That's yeah. it. You're what I'm about to say. You just you just, you got a list. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna get some pens and some paper and just write down those six people. All night. No, we just want to give a shout out to Lauren. Wait, which one, Lauren Crandall? Yeah. 
<laughs> what were we supposed to say her last name? I think we were just going to roll with first Oh, names. I just call her Crandelicious. She knows who she is. Crandelicious is what I call her. Crandelicious. Spencer. Hey. The homie Spencer. He's Thank cool. you, man. My mom, Lori. I haven't met her, but I'm sure she's great. Uh, Ari. Ari's dope. He sure. also, he makes beats. He's pretty dope. Maybe I'll have to link you up with him one day. A.K.A. Patrick. That's Ari. Patrick is Ari. And Camry. <laughs> and that other person. <laughs> Lonnie, Lonnie, yeah, that's that's all. Lonnie, Lonnie, that's Lonnie, that's a cool oh, All right, I think that's all. That was six, right? Yeah, what a yeah. favor. Yeah, that was six. Lonnie, Lonnie. <laughs> I've seen Lonnie in a while. Congratulations. Just for the hell of it, I'm going to say Sharon, because that's my mom. <laughs> all right, Sharon. Got We're throwing the moms out. She ain't even back in the patient. You need to get she on her She texts me about it sometimes. <laughs> but, <laughs> no. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my mom, too. <laughs> Kelly. Hi, 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 Mulu's mom. <laughs> yeah. Mother of Mulu. That was a free. That sounds like an album title. Mother of Mulu. Mother of Mulu. It's like a prequel or something. <laughs> I got my dad on the intro, and my mom just rips the whole album. No oh, your dad's dope, man. I, I love your dad. <laughs> I feel like moms would rap about doing laundry and like turning the lights off when you're not in the room. <laughs> man, my mom probably she probably got some angry boys. I think of it like Will Smith clean rap. <laughs> my mom definitely knew Will Smith. <laughs> She's Eminem or something. She Marshall Mathers. <laughs> you freestyle at all, Christian? You want to drop us a quick freestyle about mom telling us to shut the lights off? <laughs> no, man, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna do it on this. I do like the freestyle. I do like the freestyle. You gotta have the energy for it. I have a question for you. Uh, we didn't write this down. I just you mentioned an LP, and I'm very stupid, and I know I could just Google this, but I'm gonna ask you instead, so I don't have to. Uh, what is the difference <laughs> in an LP and an EP? An LP and an EP. You know, I had to look this up myself, and I'm about to look it up. Like my phone is within reach. <laughs> Because like, uh, I'm pretty sure like the EP is like a but, yeah, it's like the shorter. It's like a demo almost of the of the album, right? An EP is a medium. Hey, what is it? Album. What does EP yeah, stand for? Songs. I thought it was extended play, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I'm just pulling that out. How like, is it extended play when it's a half album? Well, there's long play, extended play. Oh! Oh! It is extended play. Yeah, it's extended yeah, play. I'm just pulling that off, off top of the tree. You get a free Mulu sticker. You get a Lumberjack Mulu sticker for now. Looking too deep into it. I'm not. I'm really just stupid. <laughs> Looking too deep into it. But if you have a long play and an extended play, that, doesn't that mean the same thing? They're synonymous. I don't think that they're synonymous. I think that somebody can split hairs. You know, Christian, who speaks this? I don't think... <laughs> I don't think that most people who say EP or LP even knows what the fuck that means. They just be like, oh, yeah, I got an EP out because it sounds yes. <laughs> I don't think most people would care. Extended play, long play. It just, I think that's their demo that story. they were, they recorded some, some shit on their phone. Like, <laughs> most of the time, the EPs that I like, when I see EP on like a artist that I've listened to, it's usually like three or four songs. It's like usually no more. Than yeah, I bought a uh, EP of a record, and I was really disappointed that it paid twenty three dollars for six songs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got to flip it already. Yeah. <laughs> but now you know. Now you know the. Now you know the secrets. Now you know what EP and LP. Don't go with extended play. It's not long play. It's a scam. <laughs> <laughs> now you learn you crack the code the oh man all right hey, hey christian uh do you i mean i just want to kind of get us back on track we're just kind of we're all over getting the place. crazy adam and i are just yelling at each other at this point i'm so. having a mixed drink i need to refill it i'm sorry <laughs> but, uh, we had a whole evening but, uh, do, you, do you have any like i don't know for upcoming uh artists or aspiring uh hip-hop artists or rappers do you have any like tips for them Kind of like motivate them to, you know, words, to of wisdom. Words, words of wisdom. Yeah, I need to yeah. specific words. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was feeling around. <laughs> Definitely, by by all means, know why you're doing it. That's what I always tell anybody who messages me or hits me up and wants to like a piece of advice. 
um know what you're doing it for no because then that makes everything else easier that makes if you're just doing it if you're doing it for the love it's easy if you're doing it for the wrong reasons it's gonna be hard or you're gonna be frustrated because you're not gonna be yourself with it because you're trying to do what what is getting the bread so even if the money's not coming in you know what i mean you still got to stay true to who you are as an artist and why you're doing it also i tell people if you're gonna if you really want to write and you want to be make it easy to write Write something every day, even if it's I'm stupid, even if it's two lines, <laughs> just rhyme some stuff together, even if it's literally about, you know, mom. Doing <laughs> Especially with- like, <laughs> go ahead, I, no, used go ahead. To, <laughs> I used to write, uh, the one time I got caught in a training class at Teletech, I was writing a rap about Teletech, the training class in order to stay awake because I just like, I couldn't stay. It was way early. The class was boring. It's like all movies. The lights was off. It was cold. I was like, I'm just going to write this rap. So she took my rap <laughs> like it was high school and she was reading it and she actually told me that it was pretty decent and she gave it back to me. I was like, oh, well, thank you. So like I always write something, you know, because then eventually it's just so easy to just now it's like easy to bust out a song. It's easy to bust out a verse. If somebody wants me to hop on a song, like when I first started writing, it was me and like six other people in a studio. And there's only spot for like three to two, three people in a song. So everybody's trying to write, you know, so it makes it easier to be in situations like that where you're trying to get on a song or something like that. But, you know, just stay true to yourself and, and always work on the craft, bro. Like, even if you don't feel like it. Nice. Um, I got a, another question for you. Uh, it's not that one. Uh, <laughs> we have a list. <laughs> it is not time for that We're question. Sticking, yet. sticking to the list. Uh, no, <laughs> Tyler just like slaps me away. Like, keep it on the toes, Tyler. <laughs> As a hip hop artist, like, is do you obviously it seems to come naturally to you? Um, do you ever struggle, especially because like, uh, in that genre, it has it's predominantly known for a rhyming scheme. Do you ever like mm-hmm. struggle with that, like, and t- try to make a point without it sounding ridiculous? Rhythm got, uh, he, he got rhythm, man. No, I mean, like, rapping, like, the word orange, <laughs> you know? Or <laughs> Um, You know, it depends. <laughs> the cool thing is with <laughs> the door hinge that's and the stupid. orange. It's, I don't know if that's a solid rhyme. But one of the I think it was an Eminem joke. <laughs> but, in like, <laughs> but, nah, um, I don't know. I, I can't remember the question. <laughs> <laughs> all the rhyme schemes no it's it's actually pretty it it has its moments like there's a line where you get stuck on and it's easy to rhyme something like easy with it and you're like if you read i'll read it you know i always read from top to bottom when i stop um i'll go back to the top keep reading until i'm done like you know where i stopped at so like after like the third or fourth time i'm like i could probably said this better i could probably said that better so like because there's old songs that i heard where there's bars that i had that you know later on i still hold on to some of them punchlines because you know they get said they come out better or they come out easier or more clever so like the the hardest part for me writing is always making the first line and the last line everything in between you know it kind of it's a good format to use yeah but like the first the first line has to be on point because it has to grip you up and then the last line has to hit you to where you want to keep listening to it or you know make you be like oh that was Oh, I get it. Tied in, tie the verse in. You know, what I mean, you can do anything with that. Last do you? Song. Do you have any um, songs or uh, you know uh, what? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, anyway, do you have any? Um, God, what tracks? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that you've put out, you're proud of, and then like you try to go back and listen to them after the fact, and like, do you ever be like, oh, I could have said this instead? Or are you like hypercritical of your own work? Um, there's a couple songs on Ornery Kid that I wish we just spent a little mm-hmm. bit more time on, um, just mix wise, you know, um, there's a couple, there's a couple words on, I mean, there's a couple songs on there that I think my flows could have been tighter. Um, we're a lot, now that we got a better microphone and stuff like that, it, it's a lot, you know, the the recording process is a little easier. I can hear, you know, what I don't like a lot easier. Um, whereas before with Ornery Kid and Trust the Process, we were just like, you know, a lot of different people brought pieces to the studio for it to work. <laughs> so, you know, that started out, that's how we started out with it. And now, um, now we're making, you know, Chris nice. Donna music. So there's definitely some things, you know, 
uh trust the process one that's all mixed by me those are all songs oh, on soundcloud um there's some solid some of my favorite songs you know are on that one and just from the writing aspect um and the mixes aren't terrible you know i'm not the worst <laughs> mixer in the world um but they could have sounded stronger but you know everything i love everything yeah everything that we have what I do you think is your favorite uh product that you put out uh, favorite project so far is gonna be Trust the Process too, cause it's a lot of fun to perform, and the singles are fun. You know, King's Talk is probably my favorite single. I feel like people should bump that one a lot more. Which one? It's a lot more fun, and you know, King Talk. It, it's one of the oh, newest singles that we drop. Um, Throwaways and Hard Times as well, cause like it's one of those songs that I actually step out of the normal, uh, rapping and I sing a little bit on it. So like. That's what I was talking about before. It's like, oops, sorry, being more comfortable, um, being more comfortable with myself as an artist and, you know, things that I hear in my head and being able to be like, all right, well, let's do it. Like, we just recorded a song yesterday, not yesterday, a couple of days ago, where I'm like singing the hook and it's different than how I'm used to singing. But, you know, it's easier than finding somebody. Hey, we get your, uh, do we have your permission to plug a little uh, sample of one of your tracks at the end of this uh, episode here? Oh yeah, for sure, man. Um, if, if any song in particular, I would just say do either King's Talk or Throwaways and Hard Times. Those are like the singles. Or if you have a favorite, you know, if there's a song that you like, do you want to shoot me uh, an MP3 of the one you would like us to do that with over after we finish up here? That'd be great, oh, and that'll yeah, just make things good. easier. And uh, yeah, we'll plug it and let everybody uh, get a little taste of little taste of what you do. Just a taste, a tease. Yeah, you know, give. Give the folks a little something to come and you know, then they can come. Then they can come to the moolahmusic dot com and, and, and check. Oh yeah, out. man, we 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 got we got. A, I don't know. I think we have like one listener in Malaysia, so we'll get you. <laughs> Is it my friend? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to we'll Malaysia. We'll get you around the world a little bit. <laughs> yeah, let's get global. We're coming to Malaysia after we go to Seattle. I'm bringing all the. I'm bringing <laughs> yeah, here we go. Mulu Malaysia. Gotta exactly. be the worst stage that name ever. <laughs> Mulu Malaysia. Yeah, that sounds like. A, yeah, it sounds like a now. disease. That's gonna be the next. Get a bad case Mulu Malaysia. You thought you thought we you thought COVID was gonna make you wear a mask. Now we're gonna put a hazmat suit on. I'm about to cut Adam off. I don't know what he's got his cup over. Actually, you do. Yeah, yeah. What you? What you what, what whiskey and Sprite because I'm poor. <laughs> whiskey and Sprite. There we go. Whiskey's whiskey's it's not bad. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Oh, we're actually gonna be uh, <laughs> we're gonna be introducing some uh, some. It's like a little gimmick in the podcast. Uh, we got a guy working on some fake commercials, and uh, one of them that we're working on right now, and everybody's gonna get to hear it. I don't know if we're gonna squeeze it into this or if he's gonna get only it to spoil it a little bit. I'm only gonna spoil it a little a little bit. I'm, I'm not gonna give like the deets of the commercial out but he's working on one for like energy whiskey so like i don't know it sounds so good <laughs> i'm excited to hear yeah that. i don't know man yeah platform socks it's like interdimensional uh yeah, like, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Little bits, the little bits. Uh, this is stupid, yeah, man. Just having fun with it. Like I don't know. I hope everybody likes it when we start dropping oh, yeah, this. <laughs> I think it'll be good. Like an inflatable water bed. <laughs> the inflatable water bed. Yeah, I don't know how that works. You just fill it with water. Okay. <laughs> fill. That's how it. I think that's how it works. It's just a water bed at that point. <laughs> you can't just put inflatable at the beginning of it and have any problems. It's got some air and some water. <laughs> It's a it's a, it's a scientific <laughs> like combination mix. Yeah, the silence. They're probably in Malaysia, like bro. I can't. I can't <laughs> no, we just completely lost <laughs> lost everything here, man. Uh, that's what happens when people talk. That's what happens when no, you man, talk great, too much. Great. I keep talking. I love it. <laughs> no, you're awesome, man. But, um, you know, on that note, not. I mean, I it's a little contrary to what I just said, but uh, <laughs> I don't ever. He's making another one. I can't get the cap off. My hands are sweaty. See, I'm sober, Christian. I don't know if you've uh, kept up on that, but uh, I'm sober. Not by choice. Hey, man. No. 
I don't, hey man, that's awesome for you. Don't praise him. You got a DUI. He's on parole. I'm on parole. Hey man, he's he's good though. It's no man. I just the straight and narrow that kid. Getting serious for a second. It is great. And uh, one second, everybody out there. Damn Sprite. Shut up. Just just putting it out there like anybody out there, if if you feel like you need it, or even if you don't feel like you need it, take a break, man. If you're if you're hitting the hitting the bottle a little hard, like, gonna say bong. like I was, uh it'll only do you good. I haven't had a single day since I uh started my little uh abstinence, my my sabbatical from drinking. Personal prohibition that uh that I have regretted <laughs> It like I, I've never woken up and thought, "Wow, I'm really upset sober. with myself <laughs> that I was uh, sober last night." So, yeah, just to get serious for a second, like it's a good thing. Oh, up, man, I'm glad you're in a good place with it, and I'm glad you're just in a good place in general. So that's that's good that you're doing it, and it's and it's not. Yeah, man. You, no, you it's, I mean, it's good for the brain. Anything. Yeah, yeah mental health is super important. It's good for the soul. And I'm actually, uh, I'm gonna be on a. Uh, I'm going to be a guest on another podcast coming up here in a few weeks where I'm actually going to be talking about male mental health and male we're going to dive health. into, yeah, specifically male mental health. How is that different from just it's personal mental health because, as a human? Okay, I'm not going to get into this. I'm not trying to be sarcastic or go here. You got to go tune into the episode so that there you is know. a very <laughs> significant uh, disparity between how males handle their mental health versus. Oh yeah, because of societal pressure and all that. Exactly, but you know that's that's for that other episode. Yeah, all right, I can't know. wait to probably listen to it. I'm not gonna ruin it. <laughs> but uh, hey, do you have any? Uh, I feel like we're winding down here, man. But uh, do you have any uh, last words for everybody before we start to wind, wind things off? Some chunks of wisdom. Yeah, man, definitely. First and foremost, you know, follow me on everything that you can. It's at Mulu Music. It's M U L U, and it's music with an S, not with a Z. Um, so definitely go follow me on that stuff or just go to mulumusic.com it literally has all the links right on the homepage and you can actually shop Mulu merch there's a promo code right now going on It's you type in I quit in the promo code part you get $10 off um, and that'll get shipped to you and then I also have some stuff at the mall so if you're in Uniontown and you're listening to this go to the mall, what are you waiting for um, and then if you're not from Uniontown then you go to mulumusic.com, what are you waiting for Outside of that, um, you know, play the music and, you know, if you're a creative, create for, you know, the passion with it, you know, put your passion into it. The rest is going to follow if you really believe in yourself. You know, I have a lot of cool entrepreneur friends. Shout out to, you know, Jaguar, Jessica with a dream, um, Juju Juice and, and uh, the Weird Sisters in Nashville, Royal, my royal family in Chicago, um, Sensei, Matos, Ben, everybody, just like. It's cool to see people putting their their passions first, you know, these days. I think COVID really woke a lot of people up. So, and if you're feeling like, you know, you just didn't get the opportunity to do so yet, um, if you didn't get the opportunity to like, uh, I forgot what I was saying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but sorry, something I got saw a butterfly. Um, but yeah, put your my, my whole point of what I'm saying is put your passion first. And if you really believe in yourself and you believe in what you're doing, the rest is going to follow. Um, you know, people get caught up in in the whole like, oh, what if, you know, this happens or what if this doesn't happen? And I I used to do that. And there's some things you just can't control. Man, You just got to ride the wave and go with the flow and, and be happy with the result. Because even if it's not the big end result where like, you know, I'm famous or whatever, you know, that's not the big, you know, that's not the goal. You know, that's not one reason why I'm doing it. And um, so even if I didn't get that, the whole point is we are impacting lives positively and, you know, putting a solid message out there. So use your influence for positivity, but there's enough. I can respect that, man. Agreed. Hey, thank you for that. No, no doubt, man. Thank you guys for having me. Well, yeah, thank uh, you for being here. Well, in spirit, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, man, anytime. I will, I'll come back anytime. Hey, man, we'll get you on. We'll get you on again for sure. I'm sure everybody will uh would be Yeah, by the time we have our our studio equipment in and like we're all set up, like you should totally come in and we'll you know treat you good in Washington. Yeah, man, I would love to do that. Yeah, definitely make that work. I got talk to Tyler. Hey, Hey, thanks for coming on tonight, and uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll we'll wind it off now.
Hey, uh, be safe, man. Hey, man. You as well, man. Have a nice one. Where <laughs> Stay a hero. <laughs> Stay here. Thanks. You as well, bro. Use more That's sprite what I did. The first one was a little strong. The second one, more Sprite. Oh, man. All right. Have a good night. <laughs> you too, Malaysia. Peace, Malaysia. And I yeah, you can take it out. Close the tab. I don't know. We're still learning how to work all this stuff. Too. It's the internet, right. whatever. <laughs> Thanks, dude. All right, peace, man. All right, guys. Well, yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, no, that, Christian's awesome. Like I said, Seems like, like it. I've known him uh, for quite a while, and uh, it's just cool to see the guy evolve over the years. And, I feel like I know him very well, like as a personal confidant, because I've only known him for an hour and eight minutes. Well, there we go. And I was like, <laughs> I've learned a lot, and I've made a new friend. <laughs> I feel good about that. I'm glad you made a new friend, Adam. And uh, I hope all of the listeners uh, enjoyed tonight's episode <laughs> and they learned a little bit about Mulu. And if they weren't familiar with his work before, they're familiar with it now. He's really good. Yeah, he's he's really talented. Like, it's not even really my personal favorite genre of music, but like, dang, he's talented. Yeah, just uh, go go check this guy out. If you got five minutes, go check out his music. He would not be disappointed. It's a pandemic. They have more than five minutes. Everybody. We're all just whatever. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> I've ruined this episode officially. Thank you. I'm so sorry, everyone. I think we're going to have to limit uh, Adam here. It so was I... one mixed drink, Tyler. You're on number two. <laughs> well, it's not even It's not even halfway down. I'm working on it. All right, guys. This has been <laughs> Tyler and Adam's Retentious Podcast. Thank you very much. That's Tyler. I don't I'm sweat it. How could I be out, so heartless and get my past love credit because I'm maxed out? Ain't even married to the game because she passed around. Only attracted to personas with clout. And then it's me sending letters for damn near 10 years. Hoping that she would see that it's weak. But it ain't so it's over. Yeah. Over. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah.